This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. And I'm your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. Happy Thursday, everyone. It is that time. Dr. Kelly Victory joining us now. Steve House is out for a couple of weeks here. He is over in Africa doing some work there. Dr. Kelly, welcome. How are you? Hey, I'm well. Thanks for having me, as always, John. Uh, Did you get more snow and steamboat? I am not there uh, currently. I am in uh, California. I've been in California for the past uh, a week or so. So I understand it's snowing sideways there. I'll be there this weekend. So <laughs> I'll get to see it up close and personal. Uh, yes, and uh, I think you're going to come home to more snow than you had the last time when you left. But that's just the way things are. It's been that way in Colorado. It's been unbelievable. This whole global warming thing. Yeah, yeah amazing, well. isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one of the things I wanted to talk about today, and again, we got a lot of things that we always cover, and I need to mention, too, if you have a question for Dr. Kelly, please let me know. I've got a couple already in my notes, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222, and I'll, uh, get you, uh, you'll get your question answered as quickly as I can. So the amount of... And I guess this is more of a, a, I guess, a question-slash-statement, Dr. Kelly, and that is the amount of sudden deaths that we continue to see, and I believe they are getting, you know, they're getting heavier and heavier on a daily basis. I talked to, and again, I, I know that I have to be careful when I say this, because I know not every death can you attribute to the vaccine, although when you take, just had a personal example here not that long ago, take an example of a individual where everything is very healthy they're doing great there's no issues and all of a sudden bam they end up in the hospital with some sort of a in this case a lung infection that then turns into blood clots and it's a matter of days later and they're gone they, they're they're no longer living and and i and, and i know i know these things you know may have happened in the past but dr kelly tell me if i'm looking at this too critically because i just don't see that those same things were happening before the jab well, you, you are correct in stating, John, that you cannot attribute any individual case specifically or conclusively to the results of the uh, COVID vaccination. But this is what the science of epidemiology is all about. While any individual case can't necessarily be attributed, we have to look at the numbers overall. And it is irrefutable that the data are showing us massive increases in these cases of sudden death, massive increases in onsets of new cancers, massive increases in uh, reinvigoration of cancers that had been in remission, and so on and so on. 
So while an individual case can't be attributed uh, or the causation can't necessarily be attributed to the vaccines, something you know very sinister has occurred. And we are seeing this, by the way, not just in the United States. Uh, Dr. William Mackis, for example, has been reporting on really the tragic increase in sudden deaths in very young children in Canada. He is an oncologist. He's seeing new onset cancers, but he's also reporting on sudden deaths of children as young as five, five, wow. six, seven-year-olds who are dying. Now, this simply did not occur anywhere near it at the incidence rates that we are seeing now. So we've got to look at what has changed. And those people who would say, well, it's because these people had COVID, it's the, you know, the side effects of COVID or long COVID causing it. The reality is, again, that we have data from pathology reports, from autopsies that very clearly tie these cases to spike proteins related to the vaccines, not spike proteins related to the virus. So unfortunately, uh, I I didn't want to be right on these things, but it's turning out that we are seeing predictably uh, these Mm -hmm. these really tragic events. And and everything you just said, uh, again, we don't want to be right in any of these things. You, I, and Steve have predicted that we'd see even larger waves of this than even what we're seeing right now. And I'm I'm sorry, Dr. Kelly, we're, we're just, in my opinion, seeing the tip of the iceberg as to what's going to happen in some of these cases. And I guess a question I have for you along those lines is, and I think this is where people struggle with, well, how can it be a vaccine when it's such a delayed response? Now, some of these are not delayed. In some cases, we're seeing very healthy teenagers and even even individuals, men, especially in the early 20s, to where within days of having the vaccine, they're they're not with us any longer. They've they've died. And in that case, I think you can pretty much attribute it to one thing and one thing only. But I think where people are struggling and correct me if I'm wrong, is where they see somebody like I just mentioned a moment ago, somebody that I know on an individual basis where it may have been a month or two ago or it could have even been a could have been a year ago that they got their initial jabs and a booster along with it. And we just now start seeing problems. I think where people struggled wrapping their head around some of this is why not, you know, why isn't immediate, why is it this delayed response, if you would? Well, because there's multiple, uh, there, there are multiple ways in which this pathology is playing out. Some of it occurs, as you said, we know that some people uh, and the vast majority of the severe, serious side effects were, were happening within the number of days of getting the vaccine. So blood clots, anaphylaxis, those sorts of things. Then there are the things that are attributable to the spike proteins themselves. And we know that those things are occurring sometimes right after the second dose. And that's because we know now that the mRNA is still active and remains in the body in excess of 30 days. So then you get your second dose. So now there's a cumulative effect. And we see people having this massive uh, incidence of things like myocarditis following the second dose because of the buildup of spike proteins. Then there are all the things that are related to suppression of the immune system. You wouldn't expect to see the results of those things maybe for months or years. We now know, for example, that when people have been multiply vaccinated with these mRNA vaccines, there is a shift in the proportion of immunoglobulins in the body. That's part of the, the, uh, part of the immune response. And we know, without getting too much into the weeds, that there's a huge shift towards one immunoglobulin that's specific. The job of that immunoglobulin 
is to tell your immune system, ignore bad actors, hmm. ignore this. Okay. And that is why one of the jobs of the immune system is to recognize that abnormal breast cell, that abnormal colon cell, that abnormal skin cell as a cancer and wipe it out. If you have this massive increase in that immunoglobulin whose job it is to say, ignore that, guess what's going to happen? You are now going to ignore abnormal cells and those cancers take hold. This is the reason, John, that the average vaccine takes six to eight years to come to market okay. because it takes a long time. There are multiple different adverse events that are happening based on multiple different pathologies. Can you imagine, for example, if, if I said that, well, how the heck can you tie cigarette smoking to cancer? Because this person's been smoking for a week and they don't have cancer. Okay. They started smoking last week. They didn't yeah. get cancer. Yeah. Well, no. You would expect the development yeah, of cancer true. is something that takes years. On the other hand, if I said this person's been smoking for a week or a day or an hour, you'll see the impact of the nicotine. You'll see their blood pressure go up within the first puff on the cigarette because that effect is immediate. Some things are immediate. Some happen in the short term, meaning months, and some take years. Okay? okay. The the only bad side effect of a cigarette isn't lung cancer. There are other things. There's the, the effect that nicotine has on blood pressure. There's the effect that tar has on lung tissue. Then there's the the carcinogenic or cancer effect. So some things happen immediately. Some things happen in the medium terms, and some things happen in the long term. And you just don't know. And if you haven't studied something for more than a few weeks, and in many of these cases with these vaccines. They were, you know, these subjects were followed for a matter of 28 days. Well, how the heck can you expect to see the profound impacts on the immune system in 28 days, let alone the impact on the development of cancers or those sorts of things? So I think it's uh, unfortunately we we aren't going to know the final tally, the final real results of the adverse effects on these things for years to come because it takes that long for these for these things to play out in many cases. So the make sure that I'm saying this right, the layman's answer to somebody that might be out there naysaying some of what you know you and I talk about and not saying that I've had any of these, but you know this is coming and it's already out there where people are naysaying or sort of poo-pooing the things that you and I are talking about. In layman's terms, what I would have to say to somebody is, listen, some of these things don't happen immediately after an injection. It depends upon the particular person, their body type, their own DNA, how they react to that particular vaccine, or in this particular case, how they react to the mRNA shot that they've received. Could be even how many, how many of those shots they have received. Bottom line is some of these things don't happen overnight. In some cases, it may happen six months to six years down the road. Am I saying that right? Absolutely. Can you, it's, you know, it's tantamount to saying all those people living in, you know, East Palestine, Ohio, mm-hmm. they, you know, they haven't all dropped dead. Good point. Good point. Great point. They haven't all dropped dead. We were two and three weeks into this thing now. They, they're, they, they're all fine, right? No, because we have no idea mm-hmm. what the long-term effect is going to be of drinking and bathing and gardening in that, in that environment. Likewise, somebody can get exposed to asbestos. And be fined for years. True. The, the current lawsuits going on in Camp Lejeune had to do with people exposed to contaminated water in Camp Lejeune back in the 50s, 
60s, 70s, and 80s. Correct. And Correct. we are just, okay? Correct. So, so these things, unfortunately, environmental exposures and exposures to medications and treatments and therapies that have adverse events sometimes aren't known for a long time. The only reason we've had a heads up on uh, some of the things that are to come with regard to these COVID vaccines, because some of them happened immediately. Uh, we knew immediately that people were having adverse uh, results of the, of the from the spike protein, but that doesn't mean we've come anywhere near that just because you haven't had one mm-hmm. of those adverse events mm-hmm. yet that you are out yep. of the woods. I wish I could tell you otherwise, but it isn't the case. No, and I don't think my own family would mind me saying this. I had a an uncle, my mom's brother, who worked out at Rocky Flats for years and years and years, was actually had a lot to do with the development of of the triggers, the pits, you know, the different things that we made out there during the Cold War and so on. And a lot of those individuals, my uncle included, you know, passed away from beryllium disease, which is a result of working around uranium and the pits and the different things that they were doing back in the day, the dust, basically, which at that time, to your point, Dr. Kelly, we didn't know at that time what that would do. Of course, we do today. And, you know, he lived he lived into his early 80s, so it wasn't like he lived a full life. Now, on the same token, my mom, who is older, and my aunt, who's even older than that, they're both still living. So would he be had he not been exposed to that? Most likely, yes. But to your point, some of these things take decades, if you would, to show up. Absolutely. So uh, I certainly am hoping that we get our arms, John, around ways to mitigate the risk so that those people who have not suffered, uh, you know, yet from any adverse events that we can prevent it from happening, either because we come up with a way to deactivate the mRNA and stop these individuals from producing these toxic spike proteins or because we come up with a way to somehow rid the body of the existing spike proteins uh, and the lipid nanoparticles or whatever thing we come up with. But the fact that we have people who have taken these injections and not yet suffered any ill effect should not give you uh, any great confidence that it isn't to come. And again, we'll take a quick break. And folks, if you have any questions along these lines you'd like to ask specifically, send me a text message, 307 282 We'll be right back. We'll take our break real quick. Absolute electrical heating and air. If you're going through a cold spell, we're a cold spell right now. You're going through any issues with your furnace during this cold spell, be sure to call Absolute. Have them out. Have them figure out exactly what's going on and get you taken care of. 720-526-0231. Absolute technicians listen first. 1,300 Google reviews at 4.9 stars is proof that you can trust. I'm Isaac. I'm the service manager here at Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. At Absolute, we pride ourselves on advising as opposed to telling. We don't do any repairs without talking to the customer first. So we always want clients to know what's going on, understand what we're saying, and make an educated decision for what they would like to do in their home to their HVAC equipment. We always like to set the table for what the client can expect while we are in their home. So that makes the homeowner comfortable with who's in their home, and it also helps us to communicate what we're recommending and why we're recommending it we pride ourselves on high level communication make sure you are heard work with professionals that listen schedule with absolute electrical heating and air now at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today for quality and service beyond compare call absolute electrical heating and air all right, Affordable Interest Mortgage, Kurt Rogers, who will be with me at 5 o'clock. If you have questions for Kurt, be sure to call then. In the meantime, his direct line, 
Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913% the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298-191, and rates subject to change. All right, and uh, again, don't forget, Kurt Rogers will be with me here in just a uh, few minutes here. Actually, about a couple of hours is all, not even that long, hour and a half, and he'll join us then. So if you have any questions for Kurt, be sure to let us know. And again, his direct line, 720-895-0500. Make sure that I'm talking there. And uh, Dr. Kelly is with us as well. And again, I should have mentioned this before we went to break. You can find Dr. Kelly. Go right to our website, Rush to Reason. RushToReason.com. There's an entire page there. Actually, it's several pages long dedicated to Dr. Kelly. All of her credentials, the different things that we talk about are all there. And uh, again, if you got any questions for us, please let us know. 307-200-8222. 307-200-8222. So again, Dr. Kelly, back to the conversation of you know this delayed uh, response. And again, and you said it earlier, and I think just one thing we need to remind ourselves as, as well is when a vaccine is quote-unquote tested before it comes to market in some cases it can go through six seven eight nine ten years even sometimes of testing to figure out exactly what are all the side effects what do they need to do is it safe on and on we go this one of course we didn't go through any of that or virtually nil if you would um in fact i'm still wondering how we had vaccines hundred thousand of them out prior to COVID even existing that's a conversation we had a few weeks ago uh, bottom line uh, and, and I guess the way I would explain this as well is even with current drugs, not mRNA type vaccines, but just current drugs, you go through and you look at all the different side effects that are there on some drugs. And I know as a layman that not every side effect affects every single person. It affects some people. It doesn't affect someone else. Somebody could take a blood pressure medicine, have no issues at all. Somebody could take an allergy medicine, have no issues at all. While the person standing next to them could have every single side effect that is listed on the, on the card. Bottom line, I guess what I'm trying to say, Dr. Kelly, is all of us in our bodies react to things differently and we're not all equal and that's why not everyone out there is dropping dead from the from the mrna shot correct absolutely there's clearly some genetic predisposition for example for people to suffer from certain of the ill side effects that other people don't we also know about these particular vaccines john that there's tremendous inconsistency in the batches we okay. know that Good about point. Great point, uh, by the way. About eighty about eighty percent of the severe adverse events, including death, appear to have come from about thirty percent of the total vaccine lot. 
We know that there's variation in the amount of, sub, of different substances in there. Uh, it, it either represents very, very shoddy quality control uh, or, or perhaps, uh, you know, something more nefarious, that there were multiple uh, different formulations of this, and the vaccine manufacturers were trying to do some studies of their own to see what worked and what didn't. Uh, but the reality is this. As you said, it takes a long time. I used to say at the beginning of the pandemic when they were talking about developing these vaccines in such a hurried fashion that the human immune system is the last great frontier of medicine. Uh, it is really, there's much that we don't know. The human immune system is extraordinarily complex. It doesn't always respond the way that we think it will. Allergies are complex. Why is one person allergic to peanuts and somebody mm, else isn't? Yeah. What is it about the immune system that somebody can drop dead when I can, you know, eat peanut butter and jelly right. every day of my right. life? You know, we, so, so why is that? What is it about things? There are many, many drugs, by the way, that get FDA approved and later, years later, get pulled from the market. Because sure. Well, yeah. We yeah find they, out that yeah. Thank you, know, you for saying that. We see that all the time. In fact, we've 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 watched numerous drugs, even of late, the past five to ten years, that have gotten pulled. You know, diet drugs, and you can go down the list that were pulled because they're they're having effects today that they didn't know were going to happen in the first place, right? Exactly, and that's after years and years and years of study, and still things come up. You say, "Wow, who knew?" Ciprofloxacin, uh, a, a an antibiotic that's been taken by hundreds of thousands of people annually, all of a sudden now we know, you know, we found out some years ago that turns out that this very, very common, very much, you know, generic medication now, uh, no longer on, on brand formula, ciprofloxacin, is actually associated with r tendon ruptures, hmm. you know, Achilles tendons and other tendon ruptures. Who would ever have thought that? But that's clearly what the data have shown us. And now it can only be used or should only be used with great caution because of that risk. Vioxx, you know, the, the anti-inflammatory uh, pain medication has been essentially pulled from the market because of, un, you know, unexpected cardiac uh, effects. So this happens a lot, and that's with years and years of study. The idea of having launched a vaccine, something that complicated, in less than a year was preposterous. It right. was a misguided right. effort yep. in the first yep. place. Should never have happened. I said it from the beginning. I said this is going to be disastrous. We should be focusing, particularly when we knew, John, from the very beginning, that the vast majority of people were not at significant risk from the virus itself, right. Right. particularly in light of all of the medications and therapeutics that we had at hand. And the idea of launching a mass vaccination program with an experimental injection that had a paucity of safety data behind it, and frankly, very, very shoddy efficacy data. Uh, we were told, you will recall at the beginning, that these uh, shots were, you know, 96, 97% effective mm -hmm. in preventing you from contracting COVID. It didn't take three months before that fell below 50%. Correct. And now we know, two years, two plus years into this, that you actually have a higher risk of contracting COVID, the more injections yep. you've gotten. Yep. You know, and, and along your lines, too, and for all of you listening, please, I mean, I'm, I am not a doctor, but I, I do have 
common sense. And Dr. Kelly, and you know me, I'm a car guy. I come from that world. And I know that in the automotive world that the way vehicles are manufactured is they manufacture them to the best of their ability. And I do believe most manufacturers, not all, but most manufacturers have very good intent in the end. They want solid performance out of the vehicle. They want to make sure that all customers, as much as they possibly can, are happy at the end of the day that their, you know, that their CSI scores are high and they want to build a very good product. But I also know, and this is in the mechanical world, not the physical bodily world that you and I are talking about, but I know in the mechanical world, you know, they get a vehicle done as best they can. They go through, in some cases, years of testing on a particular model, even some of the safety features they may add, a new design, especially when they come out with a whole new vehicle, which, by the way, this drug was, when they come out with a whole new vehicle, there are years of testing even on a vehicle that it goes through with safety, with reliability, with all these different things. And I also know, Dr. Kelly, at the end of the day, when that vehicle hits the market and everyone out there that they sell it to starts driving and by the way it's not even the millions of people we're talking about with the jab we're talking about people getting behind the wheel of a car there will be updates there will be flashes to the computer there will be different things that happen including even possible recalls that come down the pike on that vehicle that by the way had far more testing than this mrna vaccines we're jabbing everyone everybody with today had no, 100%. I don't know a vehicle that doesn't have at least one recall item on it. Correct. It might be something minor, but it's something that Correct. that presumably went through years and years of testing. Look at things, other things in medicine. Have you heard about the recalls on mesh? You know, mesh that's yes. used to repair hernias yes. and other things? Yes, okay. good, Do po- you good not point. Think those things went through years and years and years of testing, but not everything can be predicted. And lo and behold, when you use it on tens of thousands, let alone tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people, you will end up finding things that had not been anticipated, that had not been shown during the testing. And when you're talking about something as significant as injecting someone whose risk from the actual virus itself was so low as to be essentially zero, like all of these healthy children, you're injecting them with something where you have not nearly enough safety data. You have no idea what the long-term effects could be, for example, on fertility, on immune development, on neurologic development, and on and on. Mm -hmm. And it is absolutely reprehensible to have injected, subjected people, pregnant women, lactating women, people who had already had COVID. You may recall I was pilloried and derided and ridiculed for claiming that anyone who had had COVID should not be subjected to these vaccines because they already have natural immunity. And I was told by the powers that be over and over this was misinformation. Well, lo and behold, you know, last week. That's right. right, Just within the last week. That's right. Saying, you know, turns out, people, not only is natural immunity strong, it is at least as good or better, quote unquote, than two shots of the mRNA shot, exactly as I've been saying. And I, and I would say and better. Years. They're just not going to say and better in that article because of you know why. But hey, I would tell you that it's better all along. Of course it is. As we've always known, I didn't make these these statements, John, because I have a good crystal ball or I somehow am prescient. I said them because yeah. this is what we have known for decades. Likewise about masks. So all of these things, now we have studies coming out, you know, here it is February of 2023, mm-hmm. and finally they're starting to publish this data. I promise you, 
I will end up on the right side of history. You yep. will end up on the right side of history yep. with regard to these vaccines because just wait, just you know, keep treading water. Eventually, the studies yep. will come out proving definitively yep. exactly what I have been saying from day one. I'm going to talk about some of those as well. Prior to that, though, so this is my own question, and I've, I've been wondering this for a while now. I don't know why I didn't bring it up to both you and Steve. And again, I know we don't have any solid data to back this up and this is not a conspiratorial thought of mine it's just a thought and and, and i thought about this all along and that is we saw a lot of different high-ranking officials get shots quote unquote uh you know they were supposedly the vaccine and so on and dr kelly i just have to ask the question because we've not seen in my opinion the death rate among those particular individuals that equates to what we're seeing in the general populace so the question i have is did they really get the shot or was it a placebo well i obviously i can't say with uh with absolute certainty but i can tell you uh if our betting woman and i've said it from the beginning i don't think there's a chance in hell that people like Anthony Fauci uh, or many, many of these high-ranking people got injections. Yeah. Uh, with regard to Anthony Fauci himself, for example, uh, and I was on the record saying that he, you know, he went on national television supposedly to get his first injection. He was injected into his left deltoid muscle, his left upper arm, and when asked the next day if he was having any ill effects, he patted his right arm and said, it's just a little sore. Um, I thought that was. Uh, yeah. I, I, I thought it was really quite interesting. I said, yeah. "No, it was the other arm." You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pal. Well, uh, and, and so, again, and, and so Dr. Can, Kelly, can I and, say and definitively, I don't know. And for everybody listening, please, I'm I'm not saying this conspiratorially. What I'm looking at is data. You guys all know me. I went through the data long before even Dr. Kelly and I met. When you know, before Steve introduced all all of us together, and we started doing this every Thursday. Long before that, Dr. Kelly, you know, I'm just a data guy. I, that's part of the the business acumen I have. It's what I do for really a living. I look at data when I coach individuals and and people and so on. Anyways, it's it's just what I do. And and I, if I look at the data, and you look at what's going on with a lot of these quote unquote public officials around the globe we have had very few if any of them dying any way shape or form having you know any kind of a sudden death it's just not happening among that group of individuals which you just have to believe wait a minute there's still a wide range of individuals in that world and i guarantee you some of them would have different side effects with different medication yet none of them have had any side effects quote unquote when it comes to the jab it just doesn't make sense to me yeah, you know, I, I agree with you. Uh, and as I said, I, I can't say with certainty that any one individual did or didn't get it, but I've come to the same conclusion. Uh, it is clear that many of the folks who are big promoters of the vaccines, like people in Hollywood, sports figures, right. uh, people who are, you know, quote, influencers on social media, uh, many of them are having ill effects. That's right. Uh, many That's right. of them. Uh, I, I could, you know, the list is too long. All it takes is, you know, it starts with a Justin Bieber and his wife and, you know, many, many people who are very vocal about uh, Celine Dion, people who are super vocal about uh, that everyone should get vaccinated. And many of those folks are having devastating right. uh, adverse events. Right. But there's a whole echelon of the elite. That's right. Uh, there's a whole level of the elites who remarkably... Um, have not had any ill effects and and also by the way uh didn't have any uh you know ill effects from covid itself uh you know and one wonders if these people uh you know like an anthony fauci or people who are in his uh, age group 
who may have contracted COVID, because let's face it, uh, almost the entire planet at some point has had COVID, whether or not they availed themselves of the many, many uh, readily available therapeutics like yep. hydroxychloroquine yep. and ivermectin and steroids and all of those uh, other things that we successfully used to treat um, that virus. So I think there are a lot of unanswered questions we'll never know. There certainly uh, were reports, for example, uh, that I was not able to verify, but the reports that many, many people in Congress uh, were taking, getting and taking hydroxychloroquine and or ivermectin uh, throughout the, you know, the height of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would never have reported it, uh, but many, many people doing it. All right, I've got some of my own questions. One came in, though, a moment ago on the text line. Do you think doctors will ever be sued since no one was given the quote-unquote you know, informed consent with the jab? I think I know that answer, but I'll let you answer it instead. You know, it's a great question. I wish that I could say that the answer is yes, because it should happen. Uh, in addition, there, there should be repercussions. Um, for the atrocities that occurred. But I think in reality, the answer will be no, because yep. they will point back and say we were following yep. the directives yep. of the CDC and the yep. FDA and the powers that be, and it was a time of national crisis and national emergency, and we can't be held accountable for simply doing what we were told to do by the authorities at the time, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, there, will, there will be accountability, but it might not be on this earth. Now, the question I've got, and I'll dovetail my own question into that, do you think there, though, will be a time where even now I think we're kind of getting close to that threshold where there's enough data now coming out, you know, masks are in effect, the vaccines are causing issues, the VAERS report is even backing up some of the things that you and I and Steve have talked about. At some point, if doctors and and admin and hospitals and so on continue to push this upon patients, at some point there's got to be a day of reckoning for those particular individuals. Am I wrong? Well, I think that it will be I'm certainly hopeful that in my lifetime we will see a day of reckoning uh, for the people at the helm, those people at the helm of the, the CDC, the FDA, the vaccine manufacturers. I think that we are very close to having uh, what we need to prove uh, to prove fraud, that actual fraud occurred, okay. that they withheld data that they had uh, at their disposal with regard to everything from the biodistribution of these uh, shots to the the absolutely predictable ill effects, the incidence of myocarditis and those sorts of things. Um, they clearly falsified records. We have many, many whistleblowers now uh, from the vaccine manufacturers themselves. We have on tape, thankfully, to uh, groups like Project Veritas yep. and the great work yep. of James O'Keefe um, with regard to, you know, high level officials at the vaccine manufacturers saying, you know, that they participated in gain of function research, that yep. they intended uh, to use these vaccines as, quote, a cash cow and to continue creating vaccines for the next variants that they're driving. And they, you know, all of these things. So I do believe that the people high up will be held accountable. Um, it is a fear that individual physicians who not only made life absolutely miserable and untenable for for people like myself, uh, we have dozens and dozens of physicians who lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have people whose, whose medical licenses and medical careers were destroyed uh, during this because our own colleagues, uh, you know, essentially tried to make us the pariah when, in fact, you know, they were perpetrating, as you know, you said, they were not only giving, not giving informed consent to their patients, 
but they weren't doing their own due diligence. They right. weren't doing the things right. that they, you know, the, the Hippocratic oath, you know, they they've first do no harm. Um, it, you know, they have breached their own oath uh, in this regard, and, and I would like to think that ultimately there will be some accountability. All right, we come back. I'm going to ask you about uh, Plaxivid, so hang tight. We'll come back. I've got my own questions along those lines. If you have a question for Dr. Kelly, please ask us on the text line 307 200 And again, uh, we've had really cold weather, more cold weather tonight. If you end up with some frozen pipes and you notice that as they start to thaw out, call High Five Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Again, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Take care of that plumbing issue. Pay the way that works for you. High Five lets you choose between a good, better, and best fix option with tiered pricing. You have a choice on the repair they do and a say in the price you pay. No more waiting for a plumber to be finished with the job only to find out that it's going to cost double what you initially thought. That's no reason to avoid calling a plumber. On top of their good, better, best fix, High Five Plumbing offers a range of financing plans because plumbing repairs and emergencies don't wait until it's a good time for you. You can't control when you need to call a plumber, but you can control who you call. Call the plumber that meets you where you are already at. Call High Five Plumbing today and mention KLZ for $200 off a tanked water heater or $500 off a tankless water heater provided by High Five Plumbing. Now for a limited time only. Call now at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Al Smith, he'd love to help you with your future financial plan. Just call Al today, 303-744-1128. Maximize the full potential of your nest egg. Discover what a meaningful retirement means to you with a fresh look at your retirement plan from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al will help you explore what's important to you in retirement. By understanding what you're going to spend your time doing, Al can create a projection of where your finances are now and where they need to be. Establish your priorities for retirement that feels purposeful to you. By tailoring your plan to accommodate what matters most to you. Have confidence in the longevity of your nest egg now with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. That way, when you finally crack your nest egg open, you can use it to lead to the fulfilling retirement you choose. Call now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. All right, up next, it's uh, Chess, and they are our homeschooling, um, how should I say this, uh, assistants. They come alongside and help you when you're homeschooling. They've got a brick and mortar where they can help you even with individual classes. Everything is taught from a conservative, biblical perspective. Just go to coloradoheritage.org. Whether you're a homeschooling family in northern Colorado or you are thinking about homeschooling for the first time, Colorado Heritage Education School System, Chess, has over 30 years of experience coming alongside homeschooling families. Chess offers a variety of classes from K-12 through to supplement your home curriculum, all of which are taught from a conservative, biblical perspective. Colorado Heritage respects your conservative Christian values and stands against the woke agenda being pushed in government-run schools. Chess teachers are dedicated, committed Christians who are also homeschooling veterans. We care about your student and their academic success, as well as their spiritual growth. Our diploma program for high school students helps prepare students for college, trade schools, and for life. Chess offers scholarships to qualifying families. If you are tired of the public school system's agenda, 
Join Chess where you can use your freedom to direct and control and customize your child's education. Visit coloradoheritage.org to schedule a meeting with the principal. Not only do you own your own business, but you also manage it, work for it, and run it. It makes sense that you're tired of your business running you. Change that with coaching from small business coach John Rush. When you're in that situation, you can't afford to just stop what you're currently doing. You need outside help. Otherwise, you're just putting another job on yourself. John's years of experience as the owner of a small business himself allows him to help you set realistic and attainable goals that change the way you approach your work. When you commit to working with John, he can help you make your business more profitable in six months or less. Email John Rush right now to get your operation running for you again. Set up a free 30-minute consultation at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash john. Mom, why is it so cold in the house? Is the thermostat broken? The Public Utilities Commission approved another rate increase, and I can't afford the bill. Colorado families are struggling to make ends meet. It's time to hold the Colorado Public Utilities Commission accountable and take the burden off our families. Don't get cold feet. Turn up the heat on the Colorado Public Utilities Commission. Visit nomorerateincreases.com to make your voice heard. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Dr. Kelly Victory with us. Again, if you need to know more about Dr. Kelly, just go to our website, RushToReason.com, an entire page there dedicated to her, her work, the things that we've really talked about now for uh, two-plus years. You can find it all there. So, Dr. Kelly, I left off with, and I, this is my question more than anyone, I, I don't normally see much TV and or watch many commercials, but I was on vacation for just a few days and actually watched a couple of different things. And I think I was even watching the Daytona 500 this past Sunday and in turn was, you know, catching a few commercials here and there. And it was amazing to me how much Plaxivid, in fact, they even kind of put the COVID sort of sound into Plax-Ovid, if you would. That's kind of how they were saying it in the commercials. And I'll tell you what, man, they are touting this thing as like the end-all cure-all to COVID. And if you get the sniffles even, you ought to run to the doctor and get that prescription because that's your save-all. What are your thoughts? Well, well, Paxlovid, I, I, I call it in my circles, Paxlovoid. Um, the, the great thing about Paxlovid is that if you take it, you're pretty much guaranteed on having COVID more than once. Um, because the number of rebound cases, yep. uh, including Joe Biden, well, in my, cor- correct. In fact, I don't know. I can tell you, I personally don't know anyone of the hundreds of people I know who've taken Paxlovid for COVID. I don't know anyone who didn't get a rebound case, okay. meaning they felt better within uh, 24 to 48 hours of starting the Paxlovid, uh, and then as soon as they stopped taking it, they got COVID back with a vengeance and spent another two weeks sick. So rather than uh, getting COVID, uh, the current variants being very, very mild, people you know, have kind of what's tantamount to a bad cold in most cases, rather than having that getting over it in five to seven days, uh, they end up with a three-week course of feeling lousy and being sick with viral symptoms. Uh, so I think that 
truly, I don't see any indication for giving it to anyone. Uh, again, this is a very new medication. It's making um, somebody a lot of money, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it hasn't been through the rigorous testing uh, that it needs, but the incidence of rebound is so high that I don't see why somebody would want to take it. When it comes back, you go back to the vaccines for a second. Okay. Uh, you know, let me be on the record. If somebody wants to get vaccinated for COVID, have at it. I simply think you should have access to the all of the information that, you know, in the data and the studies that are at hand. Uh, these vaccines, as of today, as of the 23rd of February, 2023, these vaccines remain experimental. Uh, make no Make no mistake about it. There is no FDA-approved vaccine for COVID available in the United States as of today. They are still experimental. They are only out under the emergency use authorization. So if you choose to take one, uh, and that is absolutely your prerogative, you should do so knowing Mm -hmm. that you are a subject in an ongoing study. You're part of the study, okay? And if that's where you wanted to be, then that is absolutely up to your discretion. But I don't believe that that was made clear to the vast majority of people who took these vaccines believing that they had been adequately tested. Yeah, I, I, great, by the way, great point. I, and, and I think the misconception of what you just said a moment ago as well is, you know, we heard months and year ago, actually, that, oh, the FDA is approved if you get this, you know, particular vial and blah, 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 blah. And that's the one you need to ask for. Problem, Dr. Kelly, is I don't think any of the quote unquote approved vaccines have ever been produced, have they? Well, not the, the uh, comirnaty. If you're talking about for COVID, you know, the the COVID vaccine made by Pfizer under the brand name Comirnaty was approved by the FDA, but it's not available in the United there States. There you go. Thank you. That, um, sorry. And, yeah, and that's is, what I was trying to explain. Yes, I want to make sure that we're very clear on that yes. because there's going to be folks out there saying, no, 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 I saw on the news or I saw here, I saw there that it was approved. We need to make sure we're clear on that particular portion of it. Correct. So Comirnaty was approved, but it is not available in the United States. If you go in today to get a vaccine in the United States for COVID, they will sh- and ask to see the vial. I promise you, it will not say Comirnaty on it. It's BioNTech. They are allowing the FDA is essentially allowing the vaccine manufacturers to use up the stockpiles they have of the experimental vaccine. Um, number one because they don't want these vaccine manufacturers to get stuck with product um, that they then won't be able to sell. And number two, because as long as you get one of the experimental ones, which I promise you is what you are getting, Mm -hmm. you have no ability to sue them if you have a bad side effect because they are protected. Mm -hmm. They have blanket immunity under the emergency use authorization. So this was sleight of hand by the FDA to say, oh, yeah, we're, we're approving it. Not what's available in the U.S. So you're getting something that's experimental. You have no no legal recourse if you have a bad side effect. Yeah, and again, I just want to make sure we were clear on that because a lot of folks could run around, especially folks that are maybe not on our side. And I get some of those text messages as well, which is fine. I'll take those. But you know, you have people running around saying, "Oh no, no, the FDA did approve it." I'm glad you explained that because I don't think folks really understand all of what you just said. And now, of course. 
They do. All right, I got a question that just came in. I know this will be our last one because we're getting close on time. Uh, ask Dr. Kelly if you would, or ask Dr. Kelly why if you go to urgent care with a cold, the first thing they do is a COVID test. What's the difference? The treatment ends up being the same. It, c- correct, and you're hitting the nail on the head. And there's a rule, and I've said it before, in medicine that has been breached millions of times during this pandemic, which is do not do a test, the results of which will not change your treatment mm-hmm. or your behavior. Uh, it's absolutely insane. And the reason they're doing it, number one, is because they can bill for it. And number two, because if you end up being admitted to the hospital, the hospital yep. gets lots of additional money as a result of you being admitted with what is presumably COVID or with a diagnosis of COVID. This is about follow the money. And by the way, and there's I one other one other thing say, I want to make sure I add to that because I – am an employer, so I know this side of it as well. The other thing that happens is some will ask for it because if they do, quote unquote, have COVID, they get more pay and they get a, they get a, a different treatment, if you would, from being ill from work by having, quote unquote, COVID. Absolutely. It's a total scam. You know, people say to me, well, I, you know, I, I tested, you know, I've got a cold, but it's not COVID. I said, how do you know? Because I tested. I said, why did you test? What are you going to do differently? You've got a stuffy nose, take a decongestant. Yeah. You've got a fever, take Tylenol and Advil. You got a sore throat, do the same thing. You there's no difference in the treatment. No. Only difference you're, is if you're an you employee, have, not me, of course, I'm an employer. But if you're the employee, you get more time off work paid. Yeah, w- w- which is again absolutely insane. You know, we have about twenty six. 27% of all upper respiratory infections are caused by coronaviruses, independent of COVID. Mm-hmm. They, it's always been the case. Coronaviruses are one of the prime, you know, causative agents right. of upper respiratory infections, along with rhinovirus and, and a lot of other viruses that are out there. Um, so the idea that we are acting as if this is somehow a novel thing that we should be testing for repeatedly and treating any differently is ridiculous. The, the last thing I would leave you with, because I know we're short on time. No, go ahead. That's time, fine. Go ahead. Is that I, I would say to people, these powers that be that are telling you that these vaccines are safe and effective are the same people who maintained that masks work. Yeah, good point. Fast Great forward, point. Now we know they don't. Great these point. Are the same people who maintained natural immunity mm-hmm. wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Now we know, okay? Mm-hmm. These are the same people who told you the vaccines were 96, 97% effective in preventing COVID. Now we know they don't. These are the same people who maintained that the vaccines would prevent you from transmitting to others. But now we know yep. they don't. Yep. What makes you believe these same people who are telling you, oh, they're safe? All right, this time. Yep, great point. I'll leave it at that. That's a great ending. We'll be back next week again. Dr. Kelly Victory, again, if you wanted to learn more about Dr. Kelly, go right to the website, rushtoreason.com. You can also send this episode on to other folks, have them listen to it, and all of our past episodes as well. Dr. Kelly, again, we are indebted to you. Thank you so much for what you do for us. Every time you're on, I get multiple text messages saying thank you for having you, and I I am appreciative of your time very much you for having me i appreciate the platform i enjoy the conversations and i enjoy all the questions uh in interactions we get from your listenership so appreciate it very much uh, thanks and i'll see you next week all right you've been a great friend thank you dr kelly again dr kelly victory veteran windows and doors is up next day bancroft anything you need along those lines give dave a call 303-529-0720
You signed with another window company, and now there's a sinking feeling in your stomach. You paid too much, and you didn't get what you really wanted. Veteran Windows and Doors won't accept buyer's remorse. That's because they work on a relational model, ensuring you get what you really want from all the options available to you. When you make a purchase with Veteran Windows and Doors, you'll know it was the right choice because they prove it to you. Not only through their five-year installation guarantee or lifetime warranty, but they also beat their competition's prices by 30 to 50% because they want to save you money wherever they can, even if it's a negligible amount. Veteran Windows and Doors doesn't want to be the most profitable. They want to give the customer a higher quality product, installation, and to give them what they want at a lower price. Get what you want. Call Dave at Veteran Windows and Doors before you sign on the dotted line. 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Get 50% off in the month of February only when you mention KLZ Radio. All right, and if you want to know more about a reverse mortgage, we have got our professor, that is Bruce Simmons, 303-467-7821. There is a reverse mortgage that can work for your specific situation, even with rising interest rates. Certified reverse mortgage professional Bruce Simmons will help you understand why a proprietary reverse mortgage could make sense for your unique circumstances. The advantage is that unlike a traditional reverse mortgage, those 55 and older can qualify for a proprietary loan. Using two decades of industry experience, Bruce will go through your options, explaining the benefits of doing proprietary or a traditional reverse mortgage now and what that might look like in your future. With either loan type, you may have the option to pay off your mortgage, contributing to your retirement fund, or both with the additional cash flow that a reverse mortgage can give you. Bruce Simmons will help you understand when and why reverse mortgage is the right choice for you with a free consultation at klzradio.com reverse. Schedule online now at klzradio.com reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. All right, Catherine and Robin, they are two realtors for the price of one at KNR Home Transitions, 720-437-8210. Give them a call today. To attract the right buyer for your home, you need a complete understanding of your direct competition. Realtors Cat and Robin of KNR Home Transitions know exactly how to help you navigate selling your home in a changing market by identifying exactly who your competition is. You'll actually go to see similar listings in your area. So you know how to tailor your home sale and pricing to stick out to buyers. Cat and Robin identify the right strategies by actively monitoring your competition every day. Using real-time monitoring and the NMLS, they can give you updates on how things are changing in your area with expert guidance on how to keep your home ahead of the others. Choose the real estate team that puts you steps ahead of your competition and get two experts for the price of one. Set up your free consultation now at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, real quick, question of the day. Yesterday, name the compound found in blueberries that supports brain health. The answer is anthocyanins, cyanins, anthocyanins. I don't know. I have no idea how to say that, but it'll be in the answers today on the RushToReason.com website. Today's question, according to the RAP and CinemaScore's 45-year history, how many movies received 
an F. I'll answer that tomorrow, of course, in our movie section with Andy Pate. According to the rap in Cinema Score's 45 year history, how many movies received an F? We'll be back. Hour number two is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.